Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Welcome aboard. I am Rudy Max. It's all travel all the time here in Rudy Max's World. I'm your genial radio show host travel journalist Rudy Maxa. Last week I mentioned that uh, thanks to the tumble the euro has taken against the U.S. dollar the last six or seven months, a good part of Europe is on sale for Americans. Well, it's even more of a bargain this week as the euro hit about a buck fifteen. A buck fifteen. I think it was a buck seventeen last week. In a few minutes we're going to talk with a journalist from the public radio show Marketplace and I want to ask Patty Hirsch if he thinks the dollar and euro will ever return to parity as it was uh, once upon a time after it after the euro was introduced. That is, when I say return to parity, that is, will those of us traveling and using dollars be able to buy a euro for just one dollar, one euro equaling one dollar? Then we're going to take a stroll along Arthur Avenue in the Bronx and discover the real little Italy with Bob and Mary Carey. Bring your appetite along. And ethical and sustainable travel has been a hot topic for years now. At about half after the hour, we'll meet Marilyn Wade, a sustainable travel expert who's got some ideas on how to, how to travel gently upon this earth. And if you're a student thinking of traveling abroad or if you know one such student, well, the CEO of StudentUniverse.com is going to be in the house. He's going to talk about, among other things, places favored by students these days. But let's take a quick look at uh, some of this week's news and travel. Well, a multinational team operating from a Singapore Navy vessel this week located the main section of AirAsia Flight 8501 resting on the bottom of the Java Sea on Wednesday. It was found 1.7 nautical miles away from the aircraft's tail, which had been discovered earlier about 2,300 feet away from where the plane's two black, block, two black boxes from the jet were frowned. Indonesian and uh, French investigators in Jakarta say the quality of the data on those boxes is good, which should help them in have, at least very soon, actually, having a, a rough idea, certainly not a final conclusion, but a rough idea of what caused that plane to crash, taking 162 uh, people uh, to their deaths. Um, all right, let's... Uh, let, let's um, well, let me just say one other thing. we got to note this. We have to note this because this is going to be the travel story for over the next 18 months. It's now legal. You can bring back $100 worth of Cuban cigars from Havana. That's just one of the components of this week's White House announcement that while we still can't just hop on a plane and visit Cuba, we might soon be able to fly United or American or other airlines there by buying a ticket online and just checking a box saying, yeah, this trip serves a legitimate purpose, whether it's to attend a sporting event or a cultural event. Um, banks are readying uh, uh, themselves for our, our ability to use American credit cards. We may still need to obtain a visa from the Cuban government. We shall see. But the rules are, the trend is the friend for those who have wanted rules relaxed on visiting Cuba. It's inevitable now. Okay, let's turn our attention to this uh, shrinking euro. If things hold, travelers holding American dollars while visiting Europe are going to be delighted to see how much a greenback buys. Patty Hirsch is a journalist with Marketplace. That's the public radio business show that I can I put a personal aside here that actually caused me to gradually change from a Washington, D.C. investigative reporter into a travel journalist. It was on Marketplace almost a quarter of a century ago when the savvy traveler was born, and I was the savvy traveler. But I diverge. Patty, welcome to the show. Nice to have you on. Thanks very much, Rudy. Thanks for having me. So, so I, this, 
How I mean, I, I know you're I know you can't say anything definitive about the direction of the euro or predict if you did, you and I could both quit journalism and get into something lucrative like uh, trading currencies. But can you can you envision a dollar on parity with uh, one dollar equaling one euro, given that it's one fifteen now? But I mean, just this seven months ago, it's probably, as I recall, I don't know, one thirty or so, wasn't it even more than that? Yeah, it was even more than that. I think that I can quite easily see us going to parity in the, in, the, in the next 12 months. Absolutely. I mean, you look wow. at the speed at which the euro has fallen against the dollar, and you look at what's going on in Europe, all of the unrest there, whether it be you know, to do with you know, terrorist attacks or to do with just their financial, their fiscal situation, the fact that they're you know, considering quantitative easing, this orgy of bonds buying to prop the markets up, the right. problems that they've got in Greece. I mean, yeah, I think we can we very easily see parity in the next 12 months. Boy, that is that's that, that, I mean, that has all kinds of repercussions, of course, for international trade. But considering we're a travel show, um, let's look at it through that through that lens. That certainly will benefit American travelers going overseas, even if uh, restaurants do raise the price of the cup of coffee a bit to try to make up for it. They can't really do the whole thing, can they? No, I mean, without a doubt, you know, you go across there as a as a traveler with you know dollars in your pocket that you're then changing into francs or or into into sterling or to euros. You know, you're going to find yourself in a in a in a much better in a much better situation because almost certainly sterling will come down uh, along with the euro to some extent, not just, not quite as precipitously. But you'll get good deals in London, but you're going to get really good deals in Berlin and in Paris. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. I mean, your your coffee is going to be almost half price. Well, things are going well for Americans who were uh, thinking about visiting Switzerland in the near future as well. And then yesterday, or two days ago, oh. a couple of days ago this week, the Swiss said, wait a minute, we're not going to tie the Swiss franc to the euro anymore. So as a result, I think yesterday, didn't the, the dollar lose about 13% or 15% against the Swiss uh, franc? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just horrendous. I mean, the, this, I feel like actually I was feeling really sorry for the Swiss before that because, of course, it cost – the cost of exporting stuff out of Switzerland was really, really expensive when they kept this cap on the franc. But now they've taken that away. It means that it's floating more freely and, and they're, they're breathing a little bit easier. Uh, but of course, it's, it, it now means that you know it's 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 much more it's much more uh, value added for them to export. But that's a serious jump. So if you were, you know, if you were holding Swiss francs, you know, you're in great shape. But if you didn't have them, then obviously, you know, you're you're on the other side there. But I think it's the euro is really the big story for travelers because oh, people go to Switzerland, of course. But you know, if you wanted to make that sort of interrail trip across Europe that you've been planning for the last ten years, now is the time because the last time we were at parity was in 2000, that's 15 years ago. Wow! So this is a great time to think about traveling. Gosh, I didn't know it was that long ago, Patty. Unbelievable. I'm just mm. a testament to my being an old guy. That because uh, I do <laughs> yeah, remember, I remember when it was too. a <laughs> and oh, yeah, when yeah. it came I out. There, I was there. And I, when when it came out, wasn't the euro something like eighty six cents to the dollar? I mean, it was even below parity. So, um, I think it was initially it came out and it was it was very similar to what it is now. It was one seventeen, I think. Oh, no, no, really? sorry, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. No, it's it started. It's yeah. No, it's, it was introduced on January the first, nineteen ninety nine, at one seventeen, and then it fell to uh, eighty three. Oh, eighty three cents later that year. So it, uh, that was the, that was the bottom. It bottomed out in October, I think. Of that. Ah, uh, okay. So it fell. I see. I I, I remember it. Yeah. Right. I remember it being there, and I thought, well, maybe it came out at that. Okay. Well, Patty, thank you for dropping in and uh, 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 racing us with some uh, uh, perspective on this. I really appreciate your taking time from your uh, your weekend. That's my pleasure, Rudy. Thank you.
Thank you. Patty Hirsch is a journalist with Marketplace. If you don't listen to Marketplace on public radio, I know that you're listening to a commercial radio station now, but occasionally Marketplace is an evening business show, although they do reports in the morning and during the day on economic matters as well. Patty Hirsch is a journalist. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to Rudy Maxa's World. So glad you're here. So glad to have you in the house. We've got a full hour coming up. In just a moment, we're going to go to the Bronx. Uh, Robert and Mary Carey, I love the rhymes, are going to take us down an avenue that I think you'll find, or a street that you'll find quite interesting. Stick around. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after this break. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The power swabs five minute challenge is available by responding to this advertisement if lines are busy try again because the power swabs five minute challenge is exclusive it's not available in drugstores power swabs was formulated by dr martin ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent it's so effective we challenge you to try it for five minutes to see how white your smile could be get it risk-free dial 1-800-204-1201 that's 1-800-204-1201 Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. If you're a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes, 500000 of term life insurance is about 100 bucks a month. Everyone needs affordable term insurance regardless of health. Call Term Provider and speak with Big Lou. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, overweight, or have high blood pressure. For affordable term life for you. Call Big Lou at 800-480-4694. 800-480-4694. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour. Do you receive my weekly newsletter? It's free, and I pack it full of some personal observations and some interesting stuff about travel. This is not your ordinary newsletter. I write it myself. It's not a primer on how to pack a suitcase. If you'd like to receive it, just drop me an email. Just send it to Rudy at RudyMaxesWorld.com and put subscribe in the line, and we'll put you on the list. As I say, there's no cost. I think you'll enjoy it. This hour, you should know, of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by the folks at TriCalm. Whether you travel or not, do you experience dry skin? Between cold weather and dry cabin air of airplanes, 
Well, that's a recipe for dry and comfortable skin, and Tricalm works to soothe those skin irritations. A recent clinical study showed Tricalm is five times more effective at reducing itch than 1% hydrocortisone. And it's backed by the itch-free guarantee. If it doesn't work, simply mail the tube back for a refund. If you have dry, irritated winter skin, pick up some Tricalm. It's easy to travel with. It comes in a two-ounce tube, perfect for your carry-on. Find Tricalm in the white and blue box in the anti-itch aisle at Walgreens, Walmart, and CVS pharmacies. Now, do you love authentic Italian food and culture? Well, lots of folks know there's a little Italy in Manhattan, but Robert and Mary Carey recently explored Arthur Avenue in the Bronx, a neighborhood many consider the real little Italy. We're talking authentic Italian pastries, espresso, bread, pasta, meat, cheese, and more. Which may be why Zagat readers repeatedly give Best Buy status to more Arthur Avenue shops in the Bronx than any other neighborhood in New York City. I'm warning you, if you're hungry, you're going to love this segment. Thanks, Rudy. Robert and Mary Carey with Rudy of Max's World. We are coming to you today from the heart of Arthur Avenue in the Belmont section of the Bronx, New York. For many of you that come to New York City and you are seeking a true, authentic Italian experience, you might think about heading down to uh, Mulberry Street in Lower Manhattan near Chinatown. But truthfully, the real Little Italy is in the Belmont section of the Bronx. The area has so much to offer. And as we were preparing for this segment, I saw something that I thought I would share because uh, it really does summarize the area. Each year, Hundreds of thousands of shoppers and tourists, they come to this area, making it the busiest and best-known community in the entire city. Visitors, they sample the tastes and traditions of a century-old community where many of the shops and businesses are still owned by the families uh, or the descendants of the original families. There's so much to offer here as far as restaurants, cafes, bakeries, butchers, fish markets, pastry shops, delis. But what really makes Arthur Avenue special is it's not just the food. It's a way of life. It's a sense of family. It's a sense of community from the past, but it's still alive and well today. For our listeners around the country, the Bronx really does offer so much. It's home to our favorite baseball team, the New York Yankees. You can visit the largest zoo in North America, the Bronx Zoo. The renowned New York Botanical Gardens calls its home here. Uh, Fordham University is just blocks away, and all of this is within walking distance to Arthur Avenue. Since our segment is short today, we're going to introduce you to three people who are important here in Arthur Avenue and the Belmont section of the Bronx. Uh, first up is going to be Philip Moreno. He's the executive director director with the Belmont Business Improvement District. Then Mary's going to talk to David Greco of the famed Arthur Avenue Deli, Mike's Deli. And then we're going to go to Egidio's Pastry Shop and Carmela Luciola. All of them are must-sees here, and there, there's so many things to experience and vi- when you visit. So let's get right into it. All right, Philip. Thanks for joining us today on Rudy Max's World. Appreciate that. You're welcome. I uh, want to ask you, so our audience around the country, if they come to New York, tell us why they need to make sure that Arthur Avenue and the Belmont District of the Bronx is a must-visit to put on their itineraries. Well, besides having the world-class restaurants, I don't know anywhere else in New York where you can come and have the Italian delis we have, butcher shops, three on one block, the pastry stores, the bakeries. This is the one-stop shop for Italian delicacies. But you have festivals and other things throughout the year, too, for to attract people. Oh, yes, we do. We are one of our most famous the festivals is Ferragosto, which is usually the first Sunday in September, and we roughly draw somewhere about 30,000 people. 
And then throughout the summer, I believe you're doing things on Sundays to attract people in, music and so forth? Yes, this year for the first time, we will be closing down Arthur Avenue on Sundays. We are putting together an agenda. Uh, we're going to have a car show on May 3rd. We're also going to do an art show. We're going to do some uh, classical music. And uh, every Sunday we'll have uh, some kind of a nice presentation. How do people learn more about uh, all the offerings you, you, you're providing to them? Well, what you should do is follow us on BronxTheLitley.com, Facebook, and also on our website. And uh, all the information and the updates will all be um, presented on uh, that. Philip, thanks very much. Uh, thank you. Here with Dave Greco, owner of Mike's Famous Deli, and he also runs the Arthur Avenue Retail. Your Italian cuisine has been featured on nearly every food network. Your famous eggplant parm won and was crowned champion against Bobby Flay. We say we kicked Bobby Flay's butt, yes. Tell us why uh, people should make a visit to this uh, famous retail market. Well, I'm going to call you Maria. You're Mary, so when you come okay. to this yes. neighborhood, Maria's you enter good. the street, it says, Welcome to the Real Little Italy. That's exactly it. You take a step back in time, and you're in the real Little Italy. You become Maria, because everybody taking care, you see those beautiful green eyes, and they want to feed you. And when you get a nice antipasto and a glass of wine, you know that you're not in Connecticut. You feel that you're someplace special. Right. And that's our goal. We created something. Right. All these merchants, I'm considered famous. I'm on TV. I'm lucky. I get to feed Robert De Niro mozzarella. I get to have guys mm -hmm. like Chaz Palminteri, Nick Pileggi. All these guys in the Italian industry, let's say, that are actors, writers, they love the best. I got it. Now, people are going to travel. They want to say they have, want the best. They're going to come visit the Arthur Avenue market. I have the number one butcher next to me. Pete and Mike have the highest quality. We have a fruit vendor has only the best. We have a grocery shop. There's a pizzeria. There's this little bar we created called the Bronx Beer Hall. Our goal is when you step in here, you don't have to leave. But we want you to enjoy the neighborhood. And I love what Rob said earlier. You go to the Botanical Garden, the Bronx Zoo. We have people visiting Fordham University. It's 9,000 students there. And it's a great thing that they can walk three blocks away and have this little Italy that's still representing the highest quality, the highest service. And that's where you keep the best customers, and that's important to us. Absolutely. Dave, how is the market open every day? Or seven days a week we're here at Mike's seven Deli. Days a week. The beer hole's open seven days a week, the pastry shop, so we have a lot of fun over here. And there's new hours. On Sunday through Wednesday, it's seven to, uh, we're open 10 to 7. On Thursday through Saturday, we're open till 9. Great. Dave, thank you for being here with us My today. My pleasure. Check out our yep. website, sotherevenue.com. Okay. From mail order, we send you a mozzarella, whatever oh, you need. Sounds great. All right. Ciao, Ciao Maria. Ciao. Make sure to come visit. Joining us now is Carmela from Egidio's Bakery, one of my personal favorites here in the area. Uh, you have to come and ask for the Sicilian Casada. Yes. Uh, that is something I grew up with and hadn't had it for many years. Recently brought my older son uh, here and, and absolutely love it. So make sure you get the Sicilian Casada. But Carmela, you've had the bakery on Arthur Avenue, uh, well, on 187th Street, yes. just yeah. a block from Arthur uh -huh. Avenue, for, for how many years now in the family? It's 30 years that I'm there. 30 years. Yeah. How long does it but date the, back to, though? But the bakery is there 105 years. 105 years. Yeah. I, wow. So tell us, again, as our audience comes to New York, and what we're trying to do is to say to them, you really need to get out of Manhattan, come to the Bronx, experience the real Little, little Italy. Um, in your words, why would somebody coming from Seattle or coming from Phoenix or Boston and so forth, why do they need to make sure that Arthur Avenue is a must-visit place? Well, because this is where really 
the last Italian immigrants, they're still left over. We're still here, and uh, we would like to show our culture to all the other tourists that come in from all over the world. Because right now, we don't have no more emissions from Italy. We only have Italian tourists, which come over because thanks to the euro dollars, they could afford it to come to your dollars. So right. it's really an advantage there. But we still carry the tradition here. And the authenticity. Yes. Look, I'm here 30 years. The market's still here. No question about it. So anything else that you want to say to the audience as far as uh, why they should make Arthur Avenue a must-visit place? Because Arthur Avenue is still unique. Just the name, Arthur Avenue, and all the movie that we shot on Arthur Avenue, good or bad. But we're still here. We all, and, and you we know what you just them. said? You're, it is unique. And I think I'm going to also add in there, most people, when they think Arthur Avenue, they don't know that it goes back to our 21st president is named after Cheddar. Yeah. So that's just a little bit of uh, trivia his, history as well. So, uh, Carmel, thank you very much. Agidio's Bakery, 187th Street thank in the you. Bronx. Take care. Thank you. To learn more about Arthur Avenue, the Belmont section of the Bronx, and to schedule your trip here next time you're visiting New York, whether you live in the New York area and are hearing this show or you are planning to come to New York sometime this year, check out ArthurAvenue.com or BronxLittleItaly.com. Coming up after the break, Rudy returns with another great guest, so stick with us. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open anytime, so call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please write down this number. 1-800-426-6186. That's 1-800-426-6186. By calling Aid in Recovery for help with drug and alcohol addiction, you can turn your life around. Our advisors are ready to match you with a proven treatment center that will end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Your future is a bright place. Don't waste any more time making friends and family worry about you. When you call right now, you'll speak to an expert advisor who understands what you're going through. We can help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential, and if you have private insurance, there'll be little to no cost to you. Take control of your life now. Make the one call count. 1-800-426-6186. That's Phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Now, back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 33 minutes after the hour here at Rudy Maxa's World. It's probably 33 minutes after the hour where you are as well in your world. When you travel the world, you will notice, and I'm sure you have over the last several years, um, hotels saying, we're green, we can serve water, we're not going to wash your sheets except every three days unless you put this card on the bed. Um, th this move towards sustainable tourism, led by magazines like National Geographic, Traveler, and organizations that have sprung up, all admirable, 
all really good. But how do you sort out things like organic and fair trade and sustainable and green? Those are a lot of words that can be confusing to people. In fact, are confusing to people. Marilyn Wade, however, uh, is a sustainable travel expert, and she thinks about this a lot more than the rest of us do. She also has a website called sustainablevisit.com. We'll ask her about it in a moment. Uh, Marilyn, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Now, you, uh, now back up. How, how does one become a sustainable travel expert? What does that mean exactly? Well, expert is a strong word. Um, essentially, I've lived in over 10 countries, and I've visited over 40 and I've studied sustainable development as an academic subject. So I've had both the practical on the ground experience and the more academic theoretical preparation. Um, and so sustainable travel in a nutshell is all about supporting socially and environmentally responsible hotels, restaurants, activities, and everything else involved in the travel experience. And as you survey the travel industry, do you find uh, uh, generally sincere attempts to do the points you just mentioned? Or are there, uh, for lack of, it's probably a too strong word, but there are charlatans who are sort of saying, yeah, yeah, we're green, we're sustainable, baby, don't worry about it, and, and, and aren't walking the walk or talking the talk? So there's no gold standard right now when it comes to sustainable travel and certifications. There are a plethora of options out there, and they all cover um, in-depth third-party certification. Uh, there's Green Seal, Blue Flag Beaches, Green Key, Green Leaf, uh, there's a Green Globe, there's a whole host of uh, different certifications. But then it's also good to remember that there are some small-scale uh, restaurants and hotels that don't have the means to go for the third-party certification. So it's up to the traveler to then have that experience and then report back um, they can use different online forums, um, including sustainablevisit.com, to really express how sustainable their stay was or their experience was with that particular business. What do you look for when you how, – how, how do you measure a sustainable, say, resort or hotel? What are the checkpoints you're looking for that tells you they're making a sincere effort and not just trying to, uh, uh, you know, do the, do the latest hip thing? So there, for me, there are four pillars. There's social cohesion, environmental protection – economic viability, including long-term economic viability and fair trade, and then future generations. And a lot of the time, um, companies will focus on one of these pillars more than the other pillars. And I look for all four. What so, is social cohesion? Social cohesion is paying involving fair wages. The yes, involving mm -hmm. the community, paying fair wages, having programs that promote, uh, promote the health of the employees. Um, in many different locations where you have, for example, um, issues with sex tourism or child uh, sex tourism, it's having policies that uh, prohibit that. Um, in other locations where poaching might be an issue, essentially you're supporting the, the long-term uh, future generations of your surrounding community, right. including your employees. And how do you know as a guest that's going on, really? Keep your eyes open. Um, there are, there are a lot of ways of, of knowing. Um, keeping your eyes open in terms of uh, what's happening with children. If you see a child alone uh, without an adult um, asking for money, more than likely there's some level of exploitation happening. Um, if you see young, young women, um, uh, once again, unaccompanied, um, that's another hint. Um, be aware before you attend or before you go to a particular location about what the norms are, what the issues are. Do your research, do your homework, um, and don't be afraid to alert the authorities to any kind of breaches and what would be considered uh, appropriate conduct. 
All right, that brings us to your website, sustainablevisit.com. I'm on it now. I've looked at it, of course, before you came on the show. And you have a uh, a collection of, well, first of all, an, a visitor can type in the destination of where they're going and ask what they're looking for. But also on your homepage, if you scroll along, you have hotels, you have restaurants, uh, you have, there's a raw vegan company, um, a Nashville hotel, the Omni Nashville Hotel, a wetland reserve in Singapore that you recommend in those places. And uh, now have these have, I mean, pardon me for, but I have to ask this. I'm a journalist. Are these folks paid for these uh, uh, mentions on your page or are these ones that you or people, you know, have said, Hey, thumbs up. No, there's absolutely no payment of the Good. the businesses that are um, recommended on the site. And actually, there's two ways that they're sourced. There is, there's a team uh, behind the scenes that are constantly updating, uh, based on research, new uh, hotels, restaurants, activities, you name it, across the globe. And then there's also the crowd. So as a user, you can register and submit comments, new suggestions, and review uh, existing places on the site. So it's very much uh, the voice of travelers. Okay. And do you find, do you find that, uh, that the trend is our friend in this regard, generally worldwide? Absolutely. Um, if you look at the different niches of sustainable travel, so you have nature tourism, wildlife tourism, ecotourism, um, pro-poor tourism, all of these niches. If you just look at one particular society, um, this International Ecotourism Society, they've had uh, increasing membership uh, for a long time now. They have over 13,000 individual members, and they're mostly individual travelers or tourists. And that, they have over... Hello? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Marilyn. We are coming to a break. That is, that's good to hear. I just want to re-identify you. Marilyn Wade is a sustainable travel expert. Check her website out, sustainablevisit.com. Marilyn, thank you for dropping by. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The power swab five-minute challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the Power Swabs five-minute challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for five minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. If you're a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes, 500,000 of term life insurance is about 100 bucks a month. Everyone needs affordable term insurance regardless of health. Call Term Provider and speak with Big Lou. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, overweight, or have high blood pressure. For affordable term life for you, call Big Lou at 800-480-4694. 800-480-4694. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, 
Go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please write down this number. 1-800-426-6186. That's 1-800-426-6186. By calling Aid in Recovery for help with drug and alcohol addiction, you can turn your life around. Our advisors are ready to match you with a proven treatment center that will end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Your future is a bright place. Don't waste any more time making friends and family worry about you. When you call right now, you'll speak to an expert advisor who understands what you're going through. We can help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential, and if you have private insurance, there'll be little to no cost to you. Take control of your life now. Make the one call count. 1-800-426-6186. That's 1-800-426-6186. 1-800-426-6186. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Indeed you are, and I want to take this segment and talk a little about some stuff going on in Asia that's interesting. Did you know the Chinese, the, the Chinese, are now the largest group of outbound travelers in the world? In the world. Last year, Chinese citizens who left the country to visit other countries went over 100, the number's over 100 million. That would be like one out of what, every four Americans going out of the country on holiday. And uh, a recent survey showed where they like to go, and the number one location that they'd like to go to is Japan. That's their chop, top choice, even though, of course, Japan and China have, have spar now and then about events that happened during the World War. Um, but the weak currency of the yen has fallen against the uh, uh, Chinese yuan uh, quite a bit, about 10% last year. So that's made it very popular um, as a destination, but not far behind that. Not far behind that. About 39% of people in Japan in a survey, excuse me, in China in a survey said they want to go to Japan, is the United States, an attractive destination to 31.4%. Um, uh, an increase of about 4% from the year before. Now, this has been partly helped by the fact that the United States and China have agreed to extend the length of tourist and business visas. This is for each country's citizens, for us going to China, as well as Chinese coming here to 10 years. So you get a visa to last you for uh, 10 years. But I was just astounded to know that they had, uh, the Chinese were now the number one world travelers by numbers at any point, at any, at any rate. Um, uh, there, was a, there has been a slight dip since both the Malaysian Airlines jetliner that was shot down over... Uh, uh, over the Ukraine, uh, eastern Ukraine, and, of course, the one that plummeted into the sea and, and the loss of the AirAsia jet in, in December uh, also caused some cancellation of trips. And while we're talking about Asia, let's revisit that nut rage incident. You remember in December when the daughter of the chairman of Korean Airlines um, demanded as her plane was taxing on the runway to take off from uh, JFK to go to Seoul, demanded the plane be turned around because she had been served macadamia nuts um, not in a bowl, not in a bowl, but actually in the bag. And she was very upset about that. And she chewed out the head uh, flight attendant and forced the uh, airline to abort its takeoff and return to the gate. Um, 
that was uh, that her name is Heather Cho, and it has created a backlash that's gone beyond the question of macadamia nuts on the airplane. First of all, she was in charge; uh, she was executive vice president in charge of Korean Air's in-flight service, and it was her opinion that those macadamia nuts should have been served in a bowl. This was this has led to well, ten days ago, she was actually charged with violations of aviation safety laws requiring the plane to change flight plans, and charges of assault. She faces 15 years in prison. And it's something that the Korean people have gotten behind. It's really gone beyond just the question of this one incident on that Korean airplane flight. It has gone to sort of the fundamental economic criticism of the fundamental economic structure of Korea. You know, Korea is one of the great success stories in Asia. This was a country decimated in World War II, and the Korean uh, people not only got down and got to work, they sent in the jewelry to be melted down, anything they could do to help the country. It was a, a very, very much a common good, uh, for the common good struggle to make Korea the economic powerhouse it is now, from Samsung to, to uh, Korean cars to LG refrigerators and televisions, etc. Um, one of the ways they did that was the government allowing these formations of uh, family dynasties in the business sector, of which there were maybe a dozen. I don't know how many are left now, maybe six or seven. But Korean Air is part of that. And the nation has seized, according to surveys and news stories, has seized on this nut rage incident as a symbol of, their, of, uh, of opposition to these family dynasties. It is quite incredible. Now, there is a winner in all this. I bet you can't guess who it is. It's the macadamia night industry. The macadamia nut industry has just gone through the roof in South Korea. I mean, they're selling macadamia nuts like, you know, they, they, they can't stock them fast enough on the, on the shelves. But watch this space, because Korea is a fascinating country. And this, this, this seemingly minor incident, except for those on the plane whose flight was delayed, this seemingly minor incident has ballooned into something that is, that is testing the fundamental economic basis of that country's resurgence, that is, these family dynasties that own these conglomerates, these enormous conglomerates. For his part, uh, uh, Ms. Cho's uh, uh, father, the, chair the chairman of, uh, of Korean Airlines, actually went, to, went public after his daughter was, uh, uh, made the news and apologized to the Korean people, saying that he had made mistakes in raising his daughter. When did you hear that in the United States? Not very often, i got to tell you. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. So glad you're here. When you come back, what are we going to do when you come back? Oh, we're going to talk about where students go these days to study abroad and why. Don't go away. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025. Or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. Nice to have you here. If you're a student thinking about going abroad, or if you have someone in your family or someone you know who's going abroad, you might want to know about this website. It's called StudentUniverse.com. And I'm delighted to be joined by the... Uh, CEO of uh, studentuniverse.com. His name, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, is Altil Skalberg. Am I getting it right, Altil? 
Yeah, thank you very much. All right, ATLE is a name I've never seen before. Is that sounds like sort of Scandinavian? That's right. I grew up in Norway, so it's a it's a pretty unique name here in the U.S. It is very unique. Okay. Um, now, I've gone on uh, – well, first of all, I, I, I know uh, we agreed we're going to talk a little bit about trends in student travel. Where are kids going? Where are university students who want to study abroad? What countries are they favoring now, and how does that compare to uh, past favorite places in history? Yeah, the, the biggest change in trend that we're seeing is really what used to be adventurous is, is now considered pretty normal. So uh, where kids used to jump in a car and, and go to U.S. Uh, domestic destinations, we now see a lot more appetite for Asia, uh, you know, alternative Europe, and so on. And uh, see that being not just short trips, but longer trips as well. And and so, you know, less Europe. I mean, traditionally it was let's go to Europe, let's go to Spain, let's go to France, whatever. And you're saying more news, uh, I think Southeast Asia as well. No, I'm thinking uh, and, and South Pacific, like Asia and Australia. I mean, excuse me, New Zealand and Australia. That's exactly right. So uh, not only uh, the traditional European destination with, you know, let's see the Eiffel Tower and let's go to Madrid, but right. also, uh, you know, uh, Eastern Europe, um, Prague, uh, Krakow and Poland and so on. And then, absolutely right, backpacking through Asia and also as far as uh, Australia and New Zealand, which uh, as little as five years ago was pretty unheard of, or, or not very common, rather. And Why do you think? It seems to be, uh, I think there's a, uh, a bit of a – there are several trends that we're seeing. One is uh, it's, it's affordable. Um, you, can, uh, you can get somewhere and you can actually make your way around with rail passes or low-cost carrier tickets. The other thing is, I think we're starting to see a bit of a kind of Facebook generation um, era here where it's not that scary anymore. Uh, people have friends from either incoming uh, international students or, or other ways, and they connect with all these international friends. And, uh, you know, a few, uh, a couple of decades after deregulation, we're seeing this being an incredibly common, uh, common thing. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Social, and also, social media gets the word out. If somebody, a couple kids, a couple students go over and they they study or they hike around New Zealand and they love it. I mean, they can, you know, before they could tell twelve of their friends. Now they can tell, you know, 12, 12 million of their friends on Facebook or through social media, so that the word gets out a lot faster. Now. Uh, Aldo, let's talk about your website. Um, someone might be mistaken because we're talking about generally about st- uh, student travel uh, that that you are helping folks go study abroad. Your website is really about um, all kinds of discounts that are eligible for students, 3% cash back from the Apple Store, 20% savings on a Lenovo computer, uh, 25% cash back for a new cell phone plan, and also trips and so on and, 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 and deals. Am I, am I encapsulating your website accurately? Absolutely, yeah. We are, the the primary thing that we do is really travel. So airfare, hotels, uh, travel insurance, and so on. Uh, we really don't provide any study abroad programs or, right. or very kind of handheld versions of travel. Uh, that said, we fundamentally believe that a big portion of of what needs to be budgeted for in college is travel, and we know from our studies and, and surveys that. Parents and, and students tend to underestimate the cost of travel, especially when you start baking it into study abroad experiences. The, the other part of that is, as we as we call it, uh, individual travel is is really it doesn't start and end with the study abroad experience. Uh, we know that any or all 
students to study abroad love the fact that they can see the continent or see the area that they're actually studying abroad in, and that tends to be actually one of the most exciting parts about going abroad. So we help them see more and experience more when they're abroad, in addition to getting there uh, and getting home uh, cheaper than they would find in the general market. Do you expect Cuba's stock is going to rise sharply right now? Yeah, we we do. It's a little early to tell. There are still, as, as I'm sure everyone's aware, uh, some restrictions. But um, we, we absolutely think Cuba in the next few years is going to be a very hot destination for students. Uh, we know that student and youth are, are not afraid to make the first leap, and they're they're pretty much trendsetters in a lot of these things. So uh, we expect it to be a very hot destination in the in the years to come. Alter, we only have 45 seconds left, so I'm going to ask you to keep this very short. But I know you break down state by state. Is there any regional uh, great truisms you can say about where certain kids from certain regions like to go to abroad in in 30 seconds? East East Coast students tend to go to Europe, and they tend to go far. Um, The West Coast students are not afraid to go to Asia. Um, And I I guess that's in 20 seconds or less. How about the Middle East? How about Midwesterners, you know, middle of the country? Yeah, Middle East is absolutely a booming connection point. Well, I, to the I was world actually thinking. I, th- I was actually thinking Midwest United States. Where do they go? Oh yeah, um, we we see similar trends to the East Coast or the Midwest, and, um, and I like see. I said, Europe remains very popular, but they're not afraid to go further as well. All right. If you have a student in your family who's thinking about traveling, check out studentuniverse.com. Alta Skalberg is the uh, CEO of that website where you'll find discounts for not just travel, but also things that students need. Alta, thank you for joining me. Thank we you so are. Thank you. We're reaching the end of the hour. Rudy Max's world. We're going to take about a six minute break. If your station's leaving us, we'll see you here again next weekend. Um, fortunately, most of our stations stick around. So bear with us. We'll do a little news, sell some products. We'll be back. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.